Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio this Sunday, June 26, 2011. I am your host, David M. Baker. Co-hosting the show with me is my wife and angel, Sherelle Baker. Hello, Sherelle. Hello, David. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here this Sunday. And I'm excited because wonderful guest today, um, but we'll get to that in a minute. And um, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. The weather is nice. The birds are out singing. It's quiet. I'm alive. I'm breathing. And that alone is a miracle. So I, I think I'm doing really good. And, of course, you're my wonderful wife, my little angel. I love you and I'm happy. So what more could I ask for Besides a great show, guests and listeners we have tonight. So, for those of you listening, if you like our show, we encourage you to follow us here on Block Talk Radio by clicking on the follow button on our Beyond the Gate radio show page. To find out more about us, please go to my website, www.davidbakerspiritmedium.com. And there I have links to my Facebook pages, more information about this radio show and my bio, so forth and so on. Now I want to give you a brief update about what's going on with me and our show. First, I have just retired. Are you ready for this? I have just retired from a 17-year career in law enforcement and I am happy. Yay. Okay, me too. hold the applause. <laughs> okay. So now I have more time to pursue my career as a full time psychic medium, writer, teacher, radio show host, and the rest of the things that I do. Wonderful things. So I will stay busy there. Talking about busy. Additionally, just after my last day at work, Sherelle said to me, so now you are retired, think again. First, 
put this apron on, and then here is a list I have been writing. I listed a few things that need to be done. So she handed me a notebook, and I asked her, which page do I find the list on? She gave me that look like the cat has just before he gets fed and said to me, no, it's not a page, silly. It's the entire notebook. I spent weeks writing it. So I asked her if she didn't mind if I uh, poured an extra large drink and had a seat before I read it. She was fine with that. Then I asked her to bring me my new glass that said retired on it, and she told me she put it away. She said, I bought you a new retirement glass and showed it to me. Well, I read the inscription on it, and it said, Idle hands are the devil's workshop. Oh, my God. Then all I could say was, I think I'll make that drink a double. So that's retirement, eh? <laughs> okay. So I'll let you finish laughing here for a second, and let me get on now with the latest news. On January 23rd of this year, we had the Psychic Twins on, Linda and Terry Jameson. On that show, I had asked them to make some predictions for 2011, since it was, you know, the beginning of the year, and they do predictions. They made several, and so far, most, if not all of them, have already come true. Some were major predictions, and they've been in the news constantly, and they were also very specific. The reason I'm saying this is because they're going to be on Nightline ABC to air an hour-long primetime special, Twin Tuition, starring the Psychic Twins, Terry and Linda Jameson, on June 29th. The Psychic Twins will kick off ABC Nightline Prime Supernatural Summer Series called Beyond Belief. And I believe it's uh, 10 p.m. Eastern and Pacific Time. Yes. Here's why I'm mentioning this. Okay, thank you. The reason I mention this is because I have been on the phone with ABC a couple times, and they asked me if they could use uh, audio from our show in January when the twins made those predictions. And I agree, of course. They are going to mention their predictions and use some sound bites from our show, Beyond the Gate. So make sure you tune to tune in to NBC or ABC, sorry, ABC, ABC Nightline, ABC at I believe 10 p.m. as we just got that straight on this Wednesday, June 29, 2011. They have been uh, advertising it, so go check it out. Now, tonight we have a very special guest internationally known celebrity psychic medium, Barbara McKay. And the title could be yes. like a whole page. <laughs> that right, Sherelle? That's right. Great guess. Barbara McKay has been a practicing psychic for over 30 years and has done thousands of readings. She is a clairvoyant channeler, a medical intuitive healer, psychic investigator for missing persons and animals, teacher, lecturer, and above all, a healer of the human spirit. And that is a beautiful thing. She also does tea leaf reading, psychometry, cards. I just mentioned, mentioned channeling, of course. Body photography, rune stones, 
telephone readings, hypnotherapy, and the most powerful of all mediums, straight psychic. Now, spirits who wish to come through may appear in her readings at any time. She is also involved in missing persons and animals. Also, to her credit, she is a medical intuitive, paranormal investigator, radio and TV personality, remote viewer, and columnist. She is an advocate for children and animals. I love her saying, of course, which she has posted on the website, to really know me is to really love me. And I feel that's so true. And I know that what she does is truly from the heart because she is a straight shooter. I've noticed also that her address is listed as Point Pleasant, New Jersey. Now, I find that to be very interesting because of the book and movie that I just loved by John Keel, known as The Mothman Prophecies. New Jersey is also known for the Jersey Devil, an elusive type of entity or creature, which is listed as perhaps an unknown, and people that follow cryptozoology you know, study that, investigate that, and so forth. But well-known in local folklore and stories all around New Jersey, I'm sure, and perhaps maybe it's been seen in uh, outer land states as well. Since I did mention New Jersey, of course, I want to say that New Jersey is a very, very beautiful state. There's lots to see there, and plus I have friends in New Jersey. Now, Barbara's website is www.psychicbarbaramckay.com. Sherelle has been kind enough to post it in the chat room for you. And it's also listed at the bottom of her intro bio on our Beyond the Gate radio page. If you scroll down, you'll see a direct link to her website there. She is also a host of her own radio show, Visions with Barbara uh, Mackey on CBS Radio through Sky, Sky Radio, which airs Monday, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And she is also the psychic for Animal Planets, The Haunted. There is so much more. Her bio is quite long, sort of like that notebook Sherelle gave me upon retirement. So I encourage you to visit her website and friend her on Facebook if you'd like to get more information on her. But I know most of you already know about her already. So now I would like to welcome Barbara Mackey to Beyond the Gate Radio. Hello, Barbara, and how are you? Hi, David and Sherelle. Happy to be here. I'm doing great. I'm breathing. I'm breathing just like you are, and it's a good day when you're breathing. I agree. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) I was laughing. Oh, my God, you're funny. All right. Yes, I'm very happy to be here. My cat's acting up, and I'm telling her to be quiet. She she wants to go on the show too. She wants to talk Aww. on the phone. Yeah, yeah. She she knows she knows we're cats. <laughs> Do you have cats? Yes, we have three. Oh really? What's their names? Okay, you're gonna laugh like everybody else says. The orange one is called Orangey. The black yeah. one is called Blackie, and the gray one is called Miss Gray. Oh, no, oh, that's very cute. How'd you get them? We those at our uh, previous residence almost ten years ago. One of the cats uh, showed up at her door. That's Miss Grace. So we fed her, 
psychically I see, you know, because she followed us here, she wouldn't leave, that she perhaps came from uh, some abusive people and wanted to stay with us. Yeah. The other cats, there's a stray that was pregnant, so I fed that cat. I felt sorry for it. It's a feral cat. Yeah. Ended up having four kittens, and we were able to catch two of them and take them to the vet to have them fixed so they could not reproduce. And they stayed with us, and they moved over here with us. And we had them for about five years before I was able to pet them, but now they're friendly, and they live out on our back deck. So that's the story of our cats. That's nice. Well, I adopted my cat. Excuse me. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I was just going to ask what your cat's name was. I'm curious. Oh, my cat's name is Mercedes-Benz Mackey. Wow. Wow. (laughs) I always said I was going to have a Mercedes one day, and I do. So that's my Mercedes. I adopted her. That's, That's uh, very creative. Yeah, well, it my mother's middle well. name, my mother's middle name was Mercedes, and uh, she, I guess she never liked it. She didn't tell anyone. I found out years later. Um, she changed her name to Louise. She didn't like the name Mercedes, but I think it's beautiful. So I have a Mercedes. It's wonderful. Just don't try to drive it. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Must be my yes, Gemini that's energy. That's true. What? Do we have like yes. a feedback here? Yeah. Are you on Skype? Are you on Skype? Uh, yes, I am. Oh, because you're getting a delay Sorry. here. Okay, I'm getting a delay. I say something and then you're delayed. Okay, go ahead. I'm listening. As long as it doesn't echo, 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 then we're okay. No, no, it's just like a delay. But go, but go ahead. What, what did you want to ask me? I'll tell you anything, but how old I am, how much I weigh, and my social security number. <laughs> that you know, is so wonderful. <laughs> your bio and experiences like that notebook, like I said, is just so much. You have so much to offer. And, you know, like other people that I know, seems to run in the family like uh, Ali Cheslick, Andrew Brewer, and, you know, the twins, myself, and other people in your family – the ability seems to go back generations, and that's amazing. You know, I really don't believe I've talked to anybody that they were it, and that's it. It hasn't been in the family. Do you find that to be true? Yes, definitely. It's genetic. And actually, it didn't skip a generation with, with my children. I have three boys, and they're all psychic. My oldest one, William, sees dead people. Um, Timothy, my middle one, is very psychic, and Brian tremendous and i think even my grandson so it seems to run so deep my grandmother lydia who was born in hungary she was a reader and i used to spend most of my summers with her in garwood new jersey that my father was born in hungary too his name was samuel he's passed since and uh i thought she was very popular little did i know she was doing readings she was a dream interpreter which i do and no one ever talked about it they kept it a secret and I didn't find out until I talked to my Aunt Margaret, uh, who I hadn't seen since 1955. And she, she called me one day out of the blue, and she said, what do you do with your life? You know, I heard you got a divorce. What do you do for a living? And I said, well, you know, I think you're going to think I'm crazy when I tell you this, but I'm a psychic. Because I, I didn't know I was going to be a psychic until after I saw my boyfriend. Uh, I saw, Well, he passed away. I had a vision of his death. So that's how it all started. 
That was back in 86, and I had no intentions of ever doing this work. I was going to be a movie star. I was going to be a writer. I was going to do TV series because I was in theater for many years. As a matter of fact, I wrote a play about the Jersey Devil uh, back in 76. It was a musical, so I know about the Jersey Devil. Um, so anyway, my uh, my aunt said to me, what do you do? And I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm a psychic. And she said, wonderful, you're just like your grandmother. And I was really pleased that, to hear that because my family has actually disowned me. They think I'm crazy. And uh, not that I really care much because I don't have that much in common with them. And then I found out on my mother's side, Dr. Samuel Kennedy, they came from Scotland, uh, the doctor was a seer, and he used to go with his horse and buggy and uh, deliver children back in the, I think it was the early 1800s. And he uh, delivered this little girl, and he he held her up, and he said, someday she's going to be my wife. Well, his first wife passed away, and then 20 years later, he ended up marrying that little baby that he delivered. Wow. That's, that's yeah. amazing. An amazing yeah. gift. That's funny yeah. how my family comes from different backgrounds as well. Cheryl's family, too. She runs in her family and her grandmothers and so forth. I have Native American grandmother, and it goes back to California roots. They have it, and my uh, mother is from England, and they had it. But, you know, like I said, they all kept it quiet. And I was wondering, mm-hmm. you know, Hungarian, that brings to mind uh, visions of gypsies and so forth. Do you know if Anywhere in the family line there was gypsies, or I'm well, not really knowledgeable you know, I, about that area. But No, I, you know, I really don't. The gypsies are in every country. They're in um, every country that you can think of. And I don't know if it's a fallacy, the Hungarian gypsies, but my father used to get very irritated when I used to say that we were gypsies. He said, we're not gypsies. You know, your grandmother was going to study to be a lawyer, and we're very educated, and, you know, he was very annoyed. But... Um, I, I don't really know. I know that my grandmother's maiden name was Tar, T-A-R, and that means tarot. Isn't that weird? Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think we're more like, um, well, my grandfather, Michael, uh, Miklos, they called him, he looked like a hun because the Huns ran through there, Attila the Hun, you know, and he looked almost like a Mongolian with the high cheekbones and the, and the black hair and the dark eyes. So uh, my brother looks like that too, and I look more fair. Like um, So it's just such a mixture because, you know, over in Europe they were plundered, the villages were plundered and taken over, and I think the That's part right. that we came from in Hungary is Czechoslovakia now. So it's such a mixture, but... I think I'm a gypsy in my soul. I really believe that because I'm such a free spirit and I don't like to be tied down and I like to travel and, you know, sort of be on my own a little bit, you know. I I don't like anybody holding me down. So I've been like that since I was a kid. And actually, I understand it now that I'm psychic, that I like to remove myself from people's energy. I don't like to be around too much energy, and I never understood that until I started doing this work. I used to remove myself from parties. I couldn't take too much energy, and I'd go outside and be by myself, sit out there, and people, maybe someone would come out and talk to me. they go, why are you sitting out here? I said, I don't know. But now I know it's the energy that I was picking up. 
I like the fact that um, you said that, and I when we talk when I hear I heard David say something say gypsies, the first thing I thought was just more of a traveler, but not in terms of the negative connotation in any thought. And so when listening to your talk about your background, and that's what I get from your spirit is that, like you said, you don't like to be tied down. You you like to kind of, you know, your free spirit, you like to kind of move around a little bit. And um, too much energy, uh, you kind of like to remove yourself. You're not necessarily a loner, but more um, just to kind of, you know, it's more of like a shield, to shield yourself from all of that energy, you know, and you kind of have mm-hmm. to do that in the work that we do. Um, it's for protection, really. So that's yeah, good, yeah. good to hear. Yeah, because I've gotten very sick in the past. I had two mentors. Um, how I became the person that I am, it was in 1985. I was with a man, and uh, I had a, a dream about him dying. And uh, in the dream, I was called to the hospital, and there was a doctor and nurse standing there motioning for me to come in. And he was on a gurney. Uh, He was cold as ice, and he had a sheet over him. So I told him about the dream. He said, that's ridiculous. And I didn't know I was psychic at that time. So then uh, it was just like five days before Christmas. He actually died the same day my mother died, different year. And I had this dream, and then... um, He was out playing cards. You wouldn't think anything was going to happen, but I told him to come home. He didn't. I get a call from the hospital, and just like in the dream, I had to go to the hospital, and I was walking through the doors. It was almost like, you know, the show medium, that when you have that dream and it comes to reality, and they motioned for me to come in, and and it hit me, and I said, no, no, uh, don't tell me this. And he was dead, so... I went to psychics for the first time in my life, and I was looking for someone to channel him, and then I had two mentors. I always give them credit. was uh, Edith Cantor. She went by the name of Yvonne. She was a tea leaf reader. She's a wonderful woman from New Jersey, a nice Jewish lady. And uh, there was the Reverend Helen Williams. She was a Reverend Bishop in Trenton, New Jersey, and she had her own church, like a storefront church. And she was very, very um, wonderful, the two of them. And once a week we would sit in Helen's house and they would say, okay, you're going to do readings. And at that time I was doing sales on the road, and I really love to be on the road because nobody's breathing down your neck. You do what you want to do. And they said, well, you're going to take over our, our job when we leave this earth plane. And I said, no, I don't think so. So they would train me. They would say, do the cards, do straight psychic, do the tea leaves. And um, when they passed, I I felt like I lost my mother's because uh, my mother died in 79. These women died in the 90s. So they were like mothers to me. And I always give them credit because they said, you're going to take over our work someday. It's really magical the way lives turn around. What you think you're on a road to do in this lifetime, it's so Opposite. I don't know if that happened to either one of you, that your lives changed like that, but I never expected to do this work. I, I never sought it out. Yes. I did go through some difficult times in my life, too. Broken homes and over 30 years ago, homelessness for a while, almost gave up the ship. And I grew oh. up with a gift, but I never thought that I would be... Yeah. But that's why I'm so grateful for everything now. But I never thought I'd be using the gift either. I had other plans 
like most of us do, and then it, it just kept coming back in waves, and so here I am. But talking about the early times, uh, Reverend Helen Williams, one of your mentors, mm-hmm. you have something interesting, and it's called a horse accident. You apparently saw this uh, person named Linda, and you saw a vision about her riding a horse and her death through an accident on the horse or something, and you were really, yeah. you tried to warn her, and you were really shaken up about it. And could you tell us a little yes. bit about that? Yeah, I used to read for this woman. She came from Staten Island. She was very sweet, and um, she was a fag like me. And we used to laugh all through the readings because I love to have joy in my readings. I used to, I like to make people feel uplifted when they leave here. That they feel wonderful. They don't feel so downtrodden. So I would read for her once a year, and she came to me, and I said, you know, I see this horse accident. She goes, oh, I own a horse. I, I go to a stable, and I fell last year. And No, that's nothing. And as she was leaving, I said, you know, Linda, take care, because you can get killed riding a horse. Um, I see you falling off. No, 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 no. So I got a call about maybe a week later, and she's on life support at St. Vincent's Hospital in New York City. And I was very upset, to say the least. I I was so shocked. And she fell off the horse. She had an aneurysm, and she was brain dead. I went to see her in the hospital. She, she was on life support. And they had her on the heart monitor. And, you know, when you're on a heart monitor, your heart can either speed up or slow down. And, and she, her right. heart was beating very slow. But then when I walked into the room, she was like in a coma, But it just goes to prove that when you're in a coma, you know what's happening. Because I started to talk to her, and I sang to her, and her heart started to race. She was excited. So she she passed, and I thought I was just going to give up the work. I I couldn't take it. It was just too much for me. And I went to Helen, and I said, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. And she said, you're not God. You, You can only give people the message. If they don't listen, there's nothing you can do about it. And it was very heartbreaking for me. That's amazing. It really is. But, you know, I guess we came from experience, and that was probably, you know, a very powerful lesson for you at that particular time to know that, you know, you Mm -hmm. saw it and you tried to stop it, but you couldn't, you know, because through free will and our creator, because you're not God, you know. Exactly, exactly. And the same thing with Frank, the, the man that I was living with. I tried to warn him. And he didn't listen, and I, I even said his boat was going to sink, and, and not to go out on the boat, and his boat sank. And it was just a, it was. But I also see wonderful things for people, just not horrors. I see wonderful things. I see babies being born, and wonderful love relationships, and people getting new jobs, and having happy lives. Just not, you know, these these horrible things that happen to people that I can't control. I, I see good for people. But that seems yes, to be... I, I, oh, sorry, David. That that just, Barbara, I was going to say, that seems to be like a, a theme that we need to think about, too, is that we can't... It's it's like having... It's like trying to protect someone. You don't. You know what they're going through. You don't want them to go through it, so you're trying to shield mm-hmm. them and protect them. So you say, okay, don't go over there, don't go there, and you try to give them that warning. So say you protect them from dropping the dish on the floor, and then right. they walk into the next room and knock the vase over with the flowers in it. There's, right. It's still that dish 
something that's going to break, something the underlining current is that this is their life path and this is what they signed on to when they came here. And no matter mm-hmm. how we try to shield them from it, you know, and, and it's just in our nature to try to warn, you know, be careful, um, take care, don't, you know, but it's still their life path. Like if, say if um, I, I have a girlfriend that um, she's with a, a particular gentleman that I don't particularly, I don't see her with him in long term. And I try to say something to her like, oh, I don't see, he's not the one. And I I just blurted it out before I had a chance to, you know, reel it back in, you know, in that girlfriend chat kind of conversation. And she, the moment I said that, it's like she dug her heels in and put her hooks in him. And no matter what this guy does, she still gravitates towards him, and that's just her life path to be with him in this awful relationship until Mr. Wright finally comes along. She she has something to learn in this relationship, and then she'll be ready for the next relationship. So I, I, I look at it as the same way. Yeah, well, I believe that uh, my boyfriend Frank died in order for me to live. He left this earth plane because he had a couple of accidents before he knew me, and he almost passed a couple of times. And he sort of um, was on a road of destruction, and I could see it. And I and I didn't know I was psychic at the time, but I was seeing the future. And I I didn't understand at the time why he passed, but I understand now that he died in order for me to live this life. I I didn't know I was going to be this person. If I didn't have him in my life, I would have never had the dream. I would have never gone to the psychics. They wouldn't have ever persuaded me to do this work. So I can see how the plan worked. You know what I'm saying? It was right in front of me. It was like a diagram. That's amazing. And, you know, communication with the dead, one of my favorite subjects, of course, besides the paranormal, is when you make a connection to, you know, a deceased loved one or a pet, or it doesn't matter if they're from China, Russia, Hawaii, or it's an animal. We communicate with them, and somehow it gets translated, and you're able to have a conversation with them for the person that you're doing the reading for. Isn't that amazing? Yes, and I've done... Readings, uh, channeling for people from different cultures, and I've even spoken their their language. I would say words that I didn't know that what they meant, and I'd say, "Well, what does that mean?" Oh my God, that that means this, it means that. Um, I don't change the tone of my voice. I think that's theatrics. I I happen to believe that when people go into different voices, um, I think that you know I just I say things that only the person would know, but I don't really change my voice and the messages come out and I'm still amazed at the things that come out of my mouth till to this this day. I can't believe I'm like, did I say that? So I am a channel, like you are and um, I think, do you do channeling too, Sherelle? Um, I have uh, without um my knowledge right away, it it was um, actually told, I, I find out later that it, it just kind of happens naturally, but not, mm-hmm. I don't go into it intentionally, but yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, it seems like I can pretty much do things on demand 
which um, I, I don't know how it's done. You know, I, I, I was eating a TV dinner one day, and I was doing channeling. You know, I, I eat while I read. And um, I think it keeps my I, – I pour out a lot of adrenaline, and my blood sugar drops. So sometimes I'll eat a sandwich while I'm doing reading, which is totally crazy. <laughs> well, you can do a lot of things instantaneously. What? What? Oh, yeah, you can do a lot of things instantaneously. I was watching you on a TV show, and somebody called in, and in just a split second – uh, they asked you a question. You asked. You started asking them another question, which I think that you felt was more important, and it totally validated. You asked them about some medical problems, and they were very specific, like three or four of them. And the lady kept saying yes, 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 and explained. But you did that instantaneously, and uh, that's amazing. You know how it just comes so quick to you. It comes very quick. It comes. Actually, I, I, I shouldn't even tell people this when I do telephone readings. So I'm laying on the bed, I'm painting my toenails, reading the magazine, and watching television. <laughs> <laughs> I did, and petting the cat. I can do five things at once, you know? So And it's accurate. I don't even ask me if I go to the radio studio. Um, you know, I used to read a, a Time magazine and take calls one at a time, you know, and do two things at once. So I shouldn't really tell people that. They think that I, I, I'm not concentrating, but I... It just comes. I don't know where it comes from. Well, you have to get, and it's fantastic, and it doesn't matter, you know, and that's good, especially being in a relaxed state helps make the connection. So there it is. And speaking about yeah. connection, do you, you know, I just noticed our switchboard, and it is full, just like I told you earlier today, that we're going to have a full oh, switchboard. Really? Well, it's full. Do you mind taking any calls? Yeah, we go can, ahead. Like, uh, Take some calls and maybe chit-chat and take some more calls, you know, kind of make it casual. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay, this is a host to all the callers. Um, please make your call brief. Uh, there's a lot of people on the line that like to have information from Barbara, ask her questions, whatever. So please um, ask a question and let Barbara speak to you. And... You know, let's give some time to the other people. So, with that said, Sherelle, our first caller, please. Absolutely. Our first caller is area code 215. 215, you're on the air on Beyond the Gate Radio with David and our wonderful guest, Barbara Mackey. 215, what's your name? Hello. Hi, my name's Crystal. Hi, Hi Crystal. Crystal. Welcome you to calling? the show. Okay, you calling, calling from calling Philadelphia? Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, Pennsylvania, 215. Yeah, it's Ilda. Uh, what's your question? Um, I just wanted to see what you saw as far as um, for my uh, relationships. Okay. Um, the one that you're in presently? Um, I'm not really too into a relationship right now. I was seeing somebody for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but we no longer see each other. He actually went back with his ex-girlfriend. He went back with his girlfriend? Okay, mm-hmm. I get a relationship. Um, maybe, uh, maybe because you're still tied to him. Is that the the reason? Um, well, I guess I, I do have a lot going on. It could be either be my son's father, who who I'm actually having battles with as far as custody right now. That's that's support. it. That's it. Yes, 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 yes. That's what I'm getting. Like a relationship that you're in right now, and that you're tied to them on an emotional level. So when people call in, they have to be very specific. You know, um, if you're not in a in a good relationship right now, you're not going to be in 
a, a good relationship for another couple of years because you have to have a lot of healing that has to be done. You've been through the mill with uh, the you know the the ex husband. Um, yeah, well, we were together at such a young age. We were together from sixteen on, and his yeah. energy was really bad. I know, I know. And you know what he strikes me as like um, someone that um, I don't know if I'm getting the right uh, feel here. But did he ever do jail time? No. Why do I feel that uh, maybe this is something in the future? I don't know if he's got some kind of an addiction, um, that he just gets carried away with himself, that he, he that he doesn't do what he's supposed to be doing in this lifetime, and that he has to watch very carefully that he doesn't um, he's not incarcerated or gets in trouble in that in that fashion. Does that make sense to you? Um, I'm wondering if we have the right one. I mean, it does make sense. If I say Chris, does that ring a bell? Because I am dating. Yeah, well, well, maybe so. I'm talking about the other one, but I'm I'm getting a feel for a man that has these attributes, and I don't think mm-hmm. you're in a position now to really be in a relationship because I don't think that you're making smart choices. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Are you with me? Yes. And I think you should remove yourself from people that don't have um, good intentions. And if I'm talking about someone that you know, about jail, incarceration, you need to run. And you need to do the right thing by yourself. So I think in a couple of years, when you straighten yourself out, who's Michael? Um, Mike is actually somebody I just started. I went on my first date with. Oh, you went on the first date with him? Okay, I want Mm -hmm. you to be careful. Take it slow. I think you're very impulsive and you move too fast. That's all I have to say to you. Thank you for calling. Thanks. Okay. Thank you, Crystal. She sounds, she sounds thrilled. She was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Lead a horse to water. What? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I think that was very good. You saw the situation. I, I saw two. In the beginning, when you start talking, and you confirmed it, and I guess some people want to be safe. You know, they don't want to let go of one thing until they have another. It's like getting a job; they don't want to quit until they get another one. Exactly. I don't know if it's due to insecurity, or they think that there's that's the end of the world after this person. I won't find anybody, but that's human nature, I suppose. Yeah. Well, you know, you have to close the door in order to open another door. That's right. Always been, I do agree. Yeah. You know. Got to close that door. I couldn't agree more. And uh, with that excellent reading, uh, we have the next caller, Sherelle. Hi, welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. Who am I speaking with? Oh, welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. And who am I speaking with? Hi. Hi. Welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. Who am I speaking with? Brandy, hi Brandy, welcome to the show. Do you have a question hi. today for Barbara? Yeah, what can you see coming with my love life in the romance department? Okay, so you're kind of blurry, Brandy. Where are you calling from? I'm Texas. I'm calling on Skype. Oh, yeah, it's kind of like cloudy, you know? Mm-hmm. And for me to get the vibration, you're very, very, very broken up to me. Brandy? Sorry about that. Okay. 
Um, you, you want to be specific? You want to know what? Yeah, what you can see coming up in the romance department. Something coming up in the romance department? Hmm. Well, you know, I just saw this real tall guy in front of me. Do you know anyone that fits that description? He's very tall. Yes. Is that a yes, you said? Mm-hmm, yes. Okay. Are you smiling? It's someone that I've dated in the past, but um, I don't know where that's going. Well, I don't think it's going where you want it to go, but I think he'd like to keep it on the same level. So I think if you're interested in getting serious with someone, I don't think he's the one. But I'm seeing this tall guy, and I think that he sort of captured your heart. And I think you really have to be smart about this and decide whether you want a true commitment or you just want to hang out. Okay? Okay. Are you with Are you with me, Brandy? Okay. I'm going to make these readings very short and sweet, and if you want to get in touch with me, you can go to my site. Okay? Okay, thanks. Thank you, Thank Brandy. You. Thank you, Brandy. Yeah, I think I, I agree with you, Barbara. I think that uh, he's going to be fun for the summer, but for long term, she needs to think about, like, you know, looking. But, you know, it would be something to do for the summer, someone to take exactly. her out and have a good time for the summer. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think I that definitely. she's one of these that, you know, wants to get attached. So um, some people don't want to get attached, but usually – I would say that um, I shouldn't really say this about women, but women really are in it for the long haul more so than a man. Man's got one emotional foot out the door usually. Sorry, David. Sorry, Chip. You got me hooked, roped, and handcuffed, so there's no getting away. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Okay. How about one more call? But it's a strong connection. Go ahead. I I, I, sure. I think it is a strong connection. Okay. Okay, we have um, area code 740. 740, you're on the air. Do you have a question for Barbie and Mikey today? Um, yes. I was wondering if, um, um, if I'm making the right choice or decision to add another um, type of business to my business. I have one, and... Um, I feel pretty good about it, but I'm just I would just want to make sure that it's profitable mm-hmm. and that I'm not, you know, chasing my tail. No, 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 no. I get uh where are you calling from? Oh, I'm sorry. My name's Lori and I'm calling from Ohio. Ohio, okay. I feel that you need to add something to it. It gives it an extra little zip and I think it'll flourish. Um I think you should be in anything, a business that beautifies things, whether it be um, clothes, makeup, anything with anything that beautifies the world. What do you do? Um, well, I, I have a tea room and gift boutique, but I also am adding, since we do bridal and baby showers and things like that and children's parties, I'm adding an etiquette company to my business and Love it. it's me running it i'm running it and i'm the mm-hmm. educator but i'm just Love wondering it. oh my goodness i'm in such a rural area and i want to travel some but i want to make a yeah. difference yeah and i want it to flourish and grow and be lucrative yes it will be time. but you know in this day and age with the um 
the computers, you can even go to different um, states and train people and do courses. That is a wonderful idea, Lori. Listen, you said you had a tea room. I always wanted yes. a tea room. I lo- How's your tea room? Do people love it? Yeah, they do. It's um, like I said, I'm a destination shop, so I'm very rural. And, oh um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that there is a struggle there, but I mean, some are slower, and it is what you it is what you create. So um, we mm-hmm. get the groups through, but it's not like we're a touristy area or anything like that, which would be our shop mm-hmm. is just so charming and looks so I pretty. Lo- and I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes, yes, and it's beautiful. Yeah, they come in and. Yeah, but they come in and they say, oh, if you were only in blah, 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 you know. Like, yeah, but, but you're bringing beauty to the world. You really, and yeah. you have little uh, things that you sell there, and I think yeah. it's a wonderful idea. So run with that idea, and um, thank you for calling. Yes, thank you so much for calling, Lori. Thank you very much, Lori. Yes, you're right about the computer. You know, you have to start somewhere. If she doesn't get a lot of people there, she can reach out. And, you know, there's teleseminars. Uh, exactly. And you can use video, audio. There's lots of ways yep. to get herself out. And when mm-hmm. she gets the wheels turning, perhaps she could travel somewhere and have a live seminar or something. Exactly. It'll be wonderful. People, I'd go. I think it's great. Etiquette, boy, do we need etiquette today. Oh, yes. We were talking about that. We were watching uh, Zorro, and uh, his, the old Zorro trained the new Zorro, and he, he said to him before he went into the ball, the dance, and he goes, remember, charm, charm. That's right. Get on the charm. That's yeah. right. <laughs> That's right. That. You, can, you can charm the birds right out of the trees. Listen, it's, all, it's not what you say, David. Uh, it's It's how you say it. You can get away with anything. That's right. It is how you say it, and I, and I am guilty. I watch Housewives of all of the counties. I, oh, me too. <laughs> I'm such a sucker. I'm such a sucker for it. I love the New Jersey Housewives. They're not really like oh, us, yes. but um, that Teresa, she makes me laugh. Oh, she. You know what? And I do. I turn it on because of Teresa. I really do because, I mean. I, just to see, and a lot of times is some of the things that you know that you wouldn't do, but just to see what if you did this, this could happen, yeah. you know. Yeah, she's very cute. She's very, very cute. We have another caller who's also in our chat room, um, area code 917. 917, you are on Beyond the Gate Radio. Do you have a question for Barbara Mackey? Can I have your name? And where you're calling from? Hello, this is Ellen in New York, and I do have a question for Barbara. I would like to know if Barbara picks up any information regarding um, employment for me. I've been looking for a while. Okay, hold on. Uh, first of all, I got a man in spirit around you. Did someone pass away? Uh, not lately, not recently. Well, it doesn't have to be lately. Someone that you were close to? Are you with me? Uh, yes, I have an uncle who passed away but a couple of years ago. Were you close to him? Not really, no. Well, you know, sometimes we don't have to be close to them. It's, it's weird. Like some people just come right through the veil 
They want to be noticed, you know. So I just get this man that's around you. Um, it, and sometimes I see people pass. Bef- I see the spirit. How can I say this um, without sounding crazy? I get the connection of the spirit before they go out of the body, like even before someone passes. So it might be someone that's going to pass uh, in, in the immediate future. Is there any man around you that's sick or ill? Not that I know of. Okay, so this might be something that I'm picking up. just want you to be aware of that, and I'm not saying this to scare you. I'm just saying that you will be ready for it on an emotional level, okay? Okay, yes. Okay, and as far as a job, within two months you'll get a hit on a job. Someone's going to call you up. Uh, you live in we're New York? Yes. Uh, whereabouts do you live in New York? Um, just outside the city in Nassau County. Oh, Nassau County. Okay. It's going to be within a 20-mile radius, and it might be in a medical building. I don't know why I'm getting that. Huh. Yeah. Just go with it. It might sound crazy. I love it when I'm crazy because it comes true. You might get a job in a medical building, an offer. So I don't know where that came from. Just take take the message and run with it, okay, within two months, okay? Thank you so much. Okay, bye. Thank you, Ellen. Thank you Thanks very so much. much for calling. Bye. It, it's interesting. Some, sometimes happens also, um, Barbara, is that, um, you know, it, it sets us up. It sets us up for something that happens. And you know how men are. It's not like they broadcast, hey, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick. Exactly, they usually exactly. Yes. So. I got the, the message so strong. And... Um, I just say it. I don't censor myself, really. That and in I agree with you. You know, sometimes we think, oh, and I know this sounds crazy, or it might sound like it's kind of crazy coming out of my mouth, but I have to tell you this because it's there. So exactly. because that's what that's what spirit wants us to do to say it. Mm-hmm. Because once we start censoring everything, they say, okay, well, she's not going to tell everything, so we're just going to mm-hmm. start. You know, so I I agree, and I thank you for just coming out and saying it. Um, I do have a, also another question. Do you, can you take um, a chat? I have a person in chat um, who's one of our listeners that um, wanted to do a question for chat, or would you prefer just call and question? No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You can you can take okay. the one from chat. Yeah. Okay. I have um, Heart, 22 Heart. She wants to know... Um, a reading about a current job. She has a current job, and she wants to know if you can tell her anything about it. What okay. do you see for her? I get a lot of um, disturbance around that job. I, I don't know why. It could be a change in job. There seems to be a lot of um, aggravation. Uh, I don't know um, if maybe she wants to type back if that's true, but I, I don't know. I'm just getting dissension with the people and maybe – uh, there's going to be some kind of um, a decision about that place of work to change, uh, to maybe uh, close it down or something like that. And maybe this is news to her, but this is what I'm feeling. And she might have an opportunity. She's saying yes. 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 Okay. She's saying so there's yes. going to be an opportunity for her to change job, which she she needs to get out of there anyway because they're not really a good. It's not a good company. Okay. Okay. I hope that helps heart to to heart. And uh thank you very much for the question. Thank you very much for the answer, Barbara. 
Okay. Um, and would you like to take one more caller? Yeah, sure. Okay. We have area code 229. Area code 229. You're on Beyond the Gate Radio with Barbara Mackey. Do you have a question for Barbara? Can you have your name and where you're calling from? Hi. Yes, ma'am. Uh, my name is Melvin, and I'm calling from Georgia. Oh, hi, Melvin. <laughs> hi. Yes, ma'am. I like your Georgia. energy, and you call, and I like the way you said yes, ma'am. I'm loving that. I love those Georgia yes. peaches down there. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Um, so what did you want to ask me, Melvin? Uh, about my relationship. Uh, do you see anyone coming into my life? Or I did okay. have a friend, but she left, and yeah. will she be back? Oh, Melvin, you got a broken heart. Okay, listen yeah. to me. I know, mm-hmm. I know. All right, I don't think you should bother with her because I think that she's really going to, you know, really run over you again and and really torture you. So I don't think that's a good idea. And she takes advantage, don't you think? Uh, Yes, ma'am, correct. Yeah, she takes advantage of you. And and you really have a good spirit, you're a good person, and you need someone good. You go to church at all? Yes, ma'am, I go to church. Uh, Okay, when you go to church... Yeah, I think you're going to meet somebody at church. Really, and I and I think she's very musical. Uh, you need someone solid, down to earth, loves to cook. You're a homebody. You're a great companion. Don't be going with that crazy woman anymore, okay? <laughs> okay. Yes, ma'am. Uh, all right. I and I think that. within how the far, what? How far down the road? Um, Okay, within a year, I think by Christmas time you're going to be happier. I get that feeling. And if this woman contacts you, just tell her, I'm sorry, I'm not interested, okay? Okay, she'll try to, right? Yeah, she is, for sure. Oh, yes, she is. Yeah. (laughs) We got a second opinion. calling her. Yes. (laughs) I, I stopped calling her, but she's going to try to call me? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I get her as borrowing money. I don't know why. Sorry, money. Uh, yep. Yep, 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 yep. Something with money. She's going to have money problems. Something with that. I, I Just go with Melvin. So, listen, thank you for calling from Georgia. Thank you very, very much. And I love all three of you all. And I've been listening to you for about an hour. And it's all, I mean, it's nothing but love. And I thank you all. And I would definitely oh, thank uh, you, Melvin. Yeah, I, I love you guys. And, and I love what you do. You know, through the power of God, and Aww. I will definitely I have your email, and I will be emailing you for a private reading, a complete reading for me. Okay, uh, Melvin. More questions I need to ask. So, yes, ma'am. Thank okay, you. Okay, thank you, darling. Okay, right. bye. Bye, bye. That Melvin, he's so cute. That Just wonderful, cute. real gentleman. Yeah. That's yes, amazing. ma'am. I, I gotta get me a, a guy from Georgia. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. <laughs> That's funny. And you know, sometimes we get the funniest clients, like psychic junkies. Sometimes I, I remember Sherelle and I were, I think we were doing a Halloween readings at the University of California, San Francisco, for a Halloween thing. And this lady went to both of us, and I'm sure if there had been six of us, that she went to all of them, but. She had stated that she'd been to several psychics, and her problem was that her husband's going to uh, leave her, he promised, because they're not getting along well, but 
He said that like a couple of years ago and they're still together. And she's waiting on this man that's all the way across the country on the other side. And she wanted to know which one it was. And neither one of us were seeing either one of those men. And uh, I found out later that Sherelle you know, gave her a similar answer. And just, you know, do you get a lot of people that are like psychic junkies? Um, yeah, and I tr- what I do is I try to empower people because I do uh, seminars and workshops, and I teach them how to uh, tap into their own psychic potential because we all have it, not to the degree that we're tuned in, but we all have a sixth sense. And I tell people, listen to your gut reaction. If you get a bad feel for someone right away, go with it. If you don't like them in the beginning of the meeting or the first impression, Odds are you're not going to like them five years down the line. You know, it's not that it's going to turn into a love fest. So I give these classes. What I do is I maybe 25 people or more in a class. I um, do a deep meditation. I open up all their chakras, their energy points. I put them in deep meditation. They come out of it. They do automatic handwriting, which they've never done before, which I do all the time. That's how I started my career. I used to do automatic handwriting. Uh, and I used to do psychometry a lot. I would take an object of jewelry or keys from someone. Um, I never did cards in the beginning of my career. And uh, then I teach them uh, telepathic exercises. I hook them up with somebody that they don't know in the class, and I tell them to think of something telepathically and to send that message, and they do quite well. And then I do the psychometry with them. By the time they leave, they are so happy with themselves. They're like, I tell them, listen to your intuition. Listen to what your stomach is telling you. Because that's where you carry all your intuition in your in your um in your third chakra, you know, in your solar plexus. Okay. I like that. Continue. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, no, it's true. And, and, you know, actually I have novices that come to my class all the time, and they even helped me with a murder case once. They were so good. They were really great. And, yes, I do have psychic junkies. But, you know, I love to go for readings myself. I don't know if you guys do, but I I love yeah, I love a good reading. Are you kidding? I, when someone's gifted, I'm like blown away. I'm like, great, you know. You like it, David? Yes, I I get readings occasionally, not too often because I don't want to know everything. But I never had a tarot card reading before until last Fourth of July at the uh, Marin County Fair. Mm-hmm. And on the way out of the fair, we spotted them. So I said, Hey, look, they have uh, psychics there. And she said, you want to go for a reading? I said, yeah, why not? And I looked. There was three of them there. So I asked my guys, please help me pick the right one, you know. And I, so mm-hmm. there's this older lady at the in, at the end. or Actually, they're all in the front, left to right, on the left side. Mm-hmm. She looked experienced and wise and everything. So I picked her. And you know, Cheryl and I sat down. We got the reading. She spread out all these cards. And all these major cards are coming up. And, you know, anyway... She actually, not only did she tell me that I had the gift and I do it already and that she realized a gift, uh, she told me about some things about my past that had occurred, about my uh, deceased relatives, and that I'm going to retire this coming year in June. And, like, mm-hmm. that reading was like seemed like 100% accurate. She didn't even know me, and she gave me all this information. It was yes. totally amazing, and I was really impressed. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, some people are wonderful with those cards. Those cards talk to them, and they're actually channeling channeling messages through the cards. You know, they're they're getting messages too. So the cards, people put the cards down. You know, they're like, oh, you know, the tarot cards. But I, my mentor did reading cards, and um, she taught me reading cards, and she didn't do tarot. I do all kinds of cards too. I lo- I love to do cards, but I like to go for card readings. I love it. Nothing like a good card reader. And, and this uh, lady had been doing it for over 30 years, and she really knew her stuff, and she just didn't oh, yeah. put a card down and say something. I mean, she continued on after she put the card down and gave me, Yeah, because she was know, doing psychic. She was doing straight psychic. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Love it. Love everything. I love runestones. Yeah. yeah, I love it all. The times that I've tried cards... I did the same thing. I put down the card and I ignored it and kept going. But I, I was exactly. using them for a while, and then when I got really busy, I just put them away and just just did the readings without the card. No time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I, it depends on I'm, the mood I'm in. Like I did a reading yesterday for some guy, and um, I didn't use the cards. Uh, you know, I was just doing straight, which I like to do straight. But, um, you know, what disturbs me about some of the people that I read, you know, as we talked about uh, trying to lead them, uh, lead a horse to water and you can't, and he was like, you know, my my girlfriend tried to strangle me with a telephone cord, and my question is, I just want to know if she's coming back, I love her, and and I want to get married, and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God, you know. (laughs) Oh, my God, I can't take it anymore. I've been doing this for and, 30 you know, years. I can't take this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we certainly are having a lot of fun tonight. I'm really having a great time. Oh, good. I am, too. Hey, listen, what, what's you life can... if you don't have fun? Yeah, it's not really that exciting, see? No. So that's why we need you to have a good time. Because we have to do things that we love, right? Exactly, exactly. You know, and and the people that come to me for readings, oh, this is a funny story. Oh, this is really funny. Um, she, we're sitting here, and she says to me, and she starts crying. She goes, um, I killed my husband. And I'm like, what? Oh, no. I'm going, what? And I'm thinking to myself, why is she telling me this? Now I've got to call the police, you know? I mean, right, right. You know, what are you telling me you just killed your husband? I, I said, you just killed him now before you, before you came to the reading. So she you want a reading. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, you killed him like a half hour ago? When did you kill him? She goes, well, actually, I, I didn't kill him, but his his relative said that by me divorcing him, it killed him. And I just looked at her. I said, oh, my God. <laughs> I said, oh, my God, I thought wow. I was going to have to take you to the police department and have your fingerprinted. I said, what the hell? You know, oh, man, I get some characters. It's never dull. That's pretty good. That, that's not dull. <laughs> it's never dull, believe me. And then when I do murder cases, missing persons, um, I just did a missing persons the other the other night. It was like remote viewing. They, uh, the The girl was in Florida. And I was just doing remote. I start, you know, doing the automatic handwriting. So, um, but I have to say that most of the police officers that I've been in touch with, there's a couple of them were very open-minded, but a lot of them, David, 
they're not open-minded about psychics, and they want to take the credit. I have to tell you that. It's been my experience. Well, they some of them might be more open-minded than they show you, but they don't want their colleagues to know and lose or possibly lose Faith. some type of credibility there and be made yeah. fun of and have cartoons put on the wall lockers and so forth. But, you know, a lot yeah. of them are willing to try anything when there's nothing else left. Yeah. And I'm sure some of them have seen you or somebody on TV and are willing to give it a shot themselves. And they might not even tell anybody about it. You know what I mean? Just like you said. But uh, some yeah. of them will and some of them won't. No, they won't tell. But, and um, I went down to Florida to do this case, and I, I gave them all the information. I, I gave them a map, where to look, blah, blah, blah. The uh, reporter did the story, and they asked the detective if, you know, they got the information from me. They said they never met me. Called me a liar. Wow. Yeah. But you I know what? Like, it's it's all in the service that you're doing, Barbara. Did you know that? The great service I know. you're doing. I I know, and but you know, it, really it's counts. not that I, David. It's not that I wanted the credit for it. It was just that the underhandedness of of the way they did it, and and it was Gannett Press, and the Gannett Press I work for up in Jersey, and not only was the story printed down in Florida, it was printed in New Jersey. And my son called me. He goes, "Mom, what is this story I'm reading? You're down in Florida. I didn't even know you were down there doing a case." And they said that you lied to the police, you know, that you never really gave me the information. So it, it goes against my work. Do you oh, know what I'm saying, David? that's unethical of them. Yes, I exactly. do. Darn it. You yeah. know that? You should take them and put them in New Jersey and shrink them and make them the Jersey Devil. That way when you look <laughs> down on them, you can say, you little devil, you. <laughs> well, you know what I did? I got smarter. I made a paper trail. Now I email everything to them, to myself. This way they can't deny it because they can't say, well, I lost the tape. You know, you told me I don't remember. Mm-mm. I do everything by email now. They, That's very they smart. They do try to take credit for everything, you know, but there are some that, you know, what what people don't understand is like, Police officers have spidey senses, and you know, but they get ridiculed a lot of times. Um, David can tell you stories about, you know, he could just be at work and someone would just say, "Okay, okay," you know, total skeptics. Okay, okay, uh, who's around me? Uh, what do you see? And and those are the hardcore skeptics that you know. Mm-hmm. The, and but they still want a reading. But see, those are the things. And it was funny we were just talking about that today. Those are the ones that you don't hear about. They don't get on TV and say, "Yeah, I talked to this uh, psychic," because they don't want. They want to. They want to still be part of the good old boys, part of the gang. And oh yeah, that's just psychic. But everyone has, like you said, intuition. And everyone, you know. You have that spidey sense. You you see that dark alley. You get the hair stands up on the back of your neck telling you don't go down there. We all have it. So what's wrong with, uh, you know, acknowledging it? What's wrong with giving someone else credit, you know? But then mm-hmm. we do have people that um, they don't have such a great reputation. And if they took the credit for finding the, the missing person, then that they become the hero, and so exactly, see, and have... and you know, even uh, the celebrities keep you in the closet. Um, I did a reading for Barbara Walters, 
and she didn't want anybody to know about it. Now, I won't, it's not an unethical that I'm telling you this because I'm not telling you what I told her in the reading. But right. I I was reading for the producers of The View. I wanted to go on The View. And um, at the last minute, she called for a reading. This is a funny story. And um, it was a hot summer day, and my son Brian went up with me. Because I live in Jersey, and I, you get there in 50 minutes into uh, Manhattan. She was at the 2020 building. No, she was at The View, and I was reading the producers for The View. And then I went to 2020 building, and uh, Diane Sawyer was there. She's very nice, Diane. And I have to say, I've never been nervous reading anyone, but I was like a nervous wreck. I was like, oh, Barbara Walters. Oh, my God, how am I going to read Barbara Walters? And um, it was a real hot day, and my son and I went in the building, and Diane Sawyer was like, sit down. Would you like a cu- would you like coffee? Very sweet. She says, oh, your son, he's so cute. Sit down. Do you want to use the telephone? I went in the bathroom, and I looked in the mirror, and I go, I look like hell. I come out of the bathroom. My son says, Ma, your, your hair looks scared because it was sticking up all over. Wow. <laughs> It's supposed to be a joke, David. That was oh funny. So anyway, anyway, so they, they, I do call want to me, it, they call me into Barbara Walters' office, and she's so small. She's like about 80 pounds, soaking wet. She's got a skinny oh little God. body, and she's sitting behind this huge desk. You can barely see her. Her head's coming up over the desk, and she's got the, the panoramic view of New York in the back. And she doesn't even look up. She keeps looking down. And I'm like, what the heck? What is this? She doesn't even look up. Now I'm getting aggravated because I've got Scorpio rising and, and the Scorpio's kicking in now. Now I'm not even afraid, you know. So I'm, I'm walking Uh-oh. and I, I see she's got this red couch and she's got a, a, a Tweety Bird, a stuffed animal. And I look and I'm like, oh, my God. I start to laugh to myself. So I sit down. She still doesn't raise her head. And I say to her, excuse me. <laughs> and she looks up. She goes, oh, hi. She goes, hi, who are you? And I felt like I was in, like, Twilight Zone. And I said to her, I'm Barbara, the psychic. Oh, yes. And I <laughs> was like, oh, my God. So I said, uh, listen, I'm really in a bad mood right now. And she goes, really? Why? And I said, because I, my blood sugar is really low. Could you get me some coffee and some cookies? So she's screaming out to her assistants, Bosch and Monica, Bosch and Monica, get her some coffee, get her cookies. So I'm, I'm, you know, just looking at her. And then she goes, what do you want me to do? I go, nothing. Just sit there. Don't say a word. I said, I need to replenish myself. So I do the reading for her. She loves the reading, loves it, tells me how wonderful Great. I am. Then, um, she said, would you read for my, my assistants? I said, not today. I'm not going to read for you. Oh, no, darling, another time. So she says, um, you know, I'll pay for the reading. I go, I didn't come here for you to pay me. I want to be on The View. She goes, oh, we don't have psychics on The View. I was like, what? <gasps> so anyway, with then that, I go, Barbara, you're reading. The- yeah, I said, I don't want your money, Barbara. I, I want to be on The View. This was an audition. She goes, what would you do, darling? I said, I would do readings in the audience like I'm doing now to you. She goes, well, I don't know. I don't know about that. I said, you're the producer, Barbara. Don't give me that. So she goes, you know, I want to say something to you. I think you're very, very fascinating. Tell me about your life. So I got an interview from Barbara Walters. 
Wow. Which well, I find that's is amusing. Awesome. So I find it's amusing. She's interviewing me. I go, you want to interview me when you've interviewed everybody in the world? She goes, but you're fascinating. So to make the story, you know, even better, um, I leave. She cancels the readings for the girls. She just, you know, uh, she changes her mind because um, I wanted to be on The View, I guess. And uh, she has Shirley MacLaine on. And Shirley MacLaine, of course, you know, she believes in this work. And she's on it. Right. At that time, Star was on, you know. And, uh, oh, Star Jones. Really, yeah, the girls were nasty to Shirley. They were like, you believe in reincarnation? Did anyone ever tell you you were nuts? And I'm like, how disrespectful. So Shirley looks at Barbara and goes, Barbara, help me out here. And Barbara says, oh, no, don't look at me. I don't believe in this stuff. Oh, and I yeah. just did a reading well, for Barbara like two days prior. I was like hissing at the at, at the screen. I was like, oh, I can't believe this. And then John Edwards was on. It was like after 9-11, and she was really putting him through the coals, you know, and making fun of him. And But she really believes in it. And a lot of, you know, uh, celebrities believe in this. They They bring you in the back door like, you know, they're doing something wrong. They don't want anybody to know. So um, I will say, you know, yes, I did read for her, and uh, but um, she absolutely believes in this work, absolutely, as many people do. Senators that I've read for, <clears throat> high-powered people in government, and they say, don't t- tell anybody that I get readings. So that we're still kept in the closet after all these years. I know. That's something when there's TV shows based on it anyway, you know, so... I know it's like some of the shows are afraid to talk about UFOs. Some aren't and some are, you know. And mm-hmm. if they do, they try to, you know, explain it away or ridicule it. Or, or maybe even they might have somebody from both sides, a skeptic, and somebody right. that's a researcher, you know. So, But as far as the view goes, there's going to be some more psychics on pretty soon. The twins are going to be on there. So if you guys are listening... Uh, Listen to what uh, Barbara said and be prepared in case. It's true. It's true. But, and I, uh, I, yeah, and yeah. like the the psychic twins are going to be on um, Nightline, and they're doing this this special over the the summertime. So it's coming into the forefront. But there's still, um, I think, what they do is they they make the psychics look good, but then they bring something else into it to sort of play both sides. I don't. Yes. I don't think yes, that day do. has come yet. You know? Do you agree? I do. It's like because they they want to stay neutral as an exactly. interviewer, and and not uh, well, put know, their personal stuff in it. Right. Now you know there are some changes, perhaps, or you no. Know, I could have been. I mean, you know, you never know what the finished product is going to look like. But I was uh, talking to ABC about. When they were on my show earlier this year, and they made a lot of predictions that came true. So they generally specialize in predictions, right? Right. And a whole bunch of, if not all, of them came true. And so they're going to use that as part, you know, maybe a small segment of them on the yeah. uh, Nightline show. So I was talking with ABC. They called me a couple times, and first of all, they wanted me, you know, to verify that they hadn't been on the show before, as if like, yeah, like you're, you're a regular guest and you're just doing this. Like, no, they were only on the show once, and yes, they made those predictions. You can listen to us on the air and take a look at the the yeah. links to news stories 
it's very you know precise. So you want to use sound bites on it. So I saw them on Good Morning America when they made the mm-hmm. uh, they talked about their nine one one predictions and they used sound bites from uh, Coast to Coast AM our, radio. Our bill, so it sounds like they're yeah. trying to be. So they're actually trying to be fair. They're they're saying that they uh, they're stating that they made this. Uh, these predictions on the radio, and they actually played the actual show yeah, to verify I, I, I it. So it. that's got to be good. That's good. That's very good. You know, and um, I hope they keep it. They keep it very. Um, you know, uh, they they do it with integrity because uh, years ago I used to work with this psychic. Her name was Dorothy Allison. She was very popular in Jersey, New York area, and they put her through the mill. That she was on Twenty Twenty, and they just made her look like a fool. Uh, and put her down, you know, and I hope those days are gone, that they're still not up to their old tricks again, you know. But things have changed. Medium was on, not that I particularly cared for that show, Um, and the ghost whispered. To me, it's like, you know, it's not reality. It's not how it really is, but um, I think they're trying to show people in small doses. But I don't think yeah. they really get it. The TV producers, the people, the suits that are running it, don't get it. There are so many people that do believe in what we do, and they come to us in droves. They, they're, they're not, they're not um, facing the fact that they're afraid to go over that line. They're like, oh, we're, you know, we're going to lose uh, viewers. No, people are dying for this. It's like a drink of water for them. It's refreshing. Yes, it is. I it just takes a gutsy producer to uh, see it through. That's all. Well, but yeah, it's the same thing. They get laughed by laughed at by their colleagues if they believe too much. They still have to be in the good old boys club to stay, you know, to stay employed. Because remember, they when you think about the people that oh. I, and I'm really I'm ready to disclose all of the stuff and and they're disbarred and they're kicked out of their little clubs and and they're no longer working and so they you know so a lot of times they have to feed it in like like baby food spoonfuls in order to get mm-hmm. it out you know and then a little bit by little bit because remember um, they have a little bit of show just a little bit they can't give us can't give the public too much, but they can show you the sex and they can show you the violence and they can just give it to you. Hardcore. Uh, Hardcore. They it, give it it's to horrible. You. It's horrible. And, and the movies are horrible. There's there's no substance yeah. to most of the movies. They're, it's garbage. And so is television. A lot of stuff on television is just absolute garbage. And they just they just have to really... I mean, I I do understand, you know, they don't want to cause panic. Sometimes if they just give us, you know, give the public the truth, you know, come to our own conclusions, but it's just like something that they they just – they want to. Oh no, you. We can't see that. But in Europe, everyone is seeing. You know, there's nude beaches and topless and blah blah blah. But here, oh right. no, we're just. You know, we can't see the truth. We still have to give it to you through this veil. You know, so. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, they're still but, uh, they're still feeding us pablum. We should be on foods by now. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um. So, Barbara, I don't want to r- rush you or anything like that. But do you think um you would like to take another couple of callers before we start wrapping this up? Sure. Go ahead. Okay. Great. Okay. Uh, callers, ask one question. We're going to put you on mute. Give Barbara a chance to do it. There's going to be two quick calls, 
I know we can't get uh, to everybody because the line keeps staying filled. So to be fair to Barbara, because she's she's working here, uh, each caller asks one question. We're going to mute, let Barbara answer it. And after that, I just want to uh, find out what's what's presently going on or any announcements that she may have to tell us about. And so go right ahead, Sherelle. Okay. We have area code 678. 678, thank you for calling and holding and hanging in there with us. Can I have your name and where you're calling from and your question for Barbara, please? Yes, thank you for taking my call, and I would wait all night if I had to. But, um, I wanted to ask Ms. Barbara what uh, she she sees for me um, on a current, my current job is offering me um, to stay and take the business over. What does she see for me in that? Okay. What is your name? Wanda. Wanda, and where are you from? Georgia. Oh, Georgia. Oh, hi. Um, okay, so they want you to take over the, the, the – say it again, darling. They, they want me to take uh, – well, they want me to take the business over. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, okay. Well, I'll tell you what. If you do that, um, they'd have to pay you a lot more money. Did they offer you a lot more money? No, it's actually just just taking just taking it. Just you, we're just. I'm not going to get anything for it. I'm just going to take you know the existing customers. Oh, you're going to take the now. existing business. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, well, I'll tell you what. You you could do that, but I'm not getting such a good feel for this, and I, I don't know why. Um, I'm getting that it would be a lot of work, and you might not get compensation for it like you think that you're going to get. So you're taking a gamble here because uh, I'm just not getting a good feel for this for some reason, and you might not either because you're asking me this question. Am I right? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Yeah. Our business has yeah. dropped uh, a lot. Excuse me? I said the business has dropped a lot. Okay, I rest my case. Um, I'm like Judge Judy. Um, I, I get right to it. Yes, I don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. Bad news, okay? Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank, thank you, you for calling. Yeah, yeah, you know, I was going to ask you to. Yeah, I was going to ask you to look at the books, because <laughs> you know, a lot of times, you know, I I was with a company, two companies that that ended up doing. They were so far in the red and did massive layoffs. Anyway, we were lucky to, uh, but we we all got laid off. So. Yeah. So yeah, don't yeah. do it, Wanda. <laughs> Wanda, don't do it. Okay. okay. Yeah, Wanda, don't do it. Okay, uh, last caller, area code 989-989. Welcome to the show. Can I have your name and where you're calling from and your question for Barbara, please? Hi, my name is Liz, and I'm calling from the Thumb area of Michigan. Okay, and my I question is, hi, my question is, um, I've been uh, interested in a house that came up for rent recently in my neighborhood, and I've been looking to move um, mm-hmm. for a while, but it's a small town, so a lot of things don't come up. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, is, am I going to get this, or if not that, am I going to be able, something else going to come along this year? Mm. You know, I'm getting problems with that house, and I, I'm not getting a feel for this house. I'm getting that um, you would have problems going into that house some reason either the people that would rent it to you they wouldn't do the work that's required uh, they wouldn't be very good landlords I, I i'm getting you're going to get something else i get a very you strong it, feeling like this, year? this year 
maybe in 2012, I'm thinking, I mean, there's going to be another offer for another house. You're going to see another house. But um, it might not pan out till after the new year. And you okay. have to move before then? No, no, it's just um, I'm okay. Kinda, okay, then don't worry uh, about it. It's after the new year, but this house I, I'm getting it, it. It's not properly um, taken care of inside. There might be problems internally with the house. Not good. Uh, uh, have you been inside the house? No. Mm-mm. Okay, so I I don't know. You can find out for yourself, but this is my feeling. Okay, Liz. All right. I appreciate. It. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Have a good. Well, well, I apologize to any callers that are left. We're running out of time, and uh, we've been really working Barbara tonight. She's done an excellent job. We've had a lot of fun. Barbara, before we uh, wrap up here, I just want to ask you two questions. One is, uh, one is, I don't know. What do you do? You feel? 2011, you know, near the the rest of the year, is it going to go okay? That's one question. And the other mm-hmm. question is, uh, what's going, you know, if you have any announcements to make for us? Well, as far as 2011, I think it's status quo um, with what's going on in the world. The only thing I was concerned about, um, there might be around um, September 11th some kind of – I think that our government is really working on keeping the country safe, but there's a lot going on that we don't know about, and thank God that we don't, right? I agree. Right. I really yeah. don't know – I really don't want the government to tell us the truth about aliens and UFOs or whatever it is. You know, we know enough. I'd rather keep the rest of mystery. So <laughs> they might yeah, as well talking, tell us about well, that I was either. talking, yeah, about terrorism. You know, they're working very hard to keep it at a, a safe level in the country, but I think there's a lot going on internally within the country itself that they're not telling us, and I think it's a good thing. But um, they're working very hard to keep us safe. I would say that there's going to be a couple of scares that are going to happen, that they're going to um, avoid them by doing their their job, okay? And it could be around September 11th, the anniversary, for some reason. Um, and I was feeling very strongly, um, this is bad stuff, I guess, but it'll be all right. And then I was feeling very strongly about an earthquake in California. Um, that's on, you know, the, the big spectrum that I'm looking at. Other than that, um, and Angelina Jolie might get pregnant again. Not that I really care because, I'm not crazy about her, but that's what came to my <laughs> Angelina Jolie is being pregnant. Is that earth shattering news? Who cares? But um, really. that came to my mind. But, what? Yeah. No, I said for her, you know, I don't know. I just, you know, um, that wouldn't this, shock me. But yeah, I'm waiting for about her, her to get married. Yeah, right. I just something about her. She rubs me the wrong way. But um, anyway, uh, that's what came to me. So as far as what's coming up with me, uh, if people go to my website, there's p- things posted on there that I, I do. I do my um, CBS Vision show every Monday from 7 to 8 Eastern Standard Time. I have different guests on there every week. And uh, Pacific Time is um, 4 to 5. I'm also... Um, actively doing some producing in California, and we'll see how that turns out. I'm working on television series. I'm crossing my, keeping my fingers crossed, and I'll let you know when the programs are sold, wow. okay? 
Yeah. That's exciting. Yes. Yeah, and I'm, Very I'm good. trying to bring psychics to the forefront and to the major networks. So I'm just I'm trying very hard. And not only that, but I feel that you know there's going to be a lot. You know, from this time forward, there's going to be a lot of positive things coming to you because I see an incredible amount of busyness and traveling, and I think that you're going to be successful. So. I just want to give you my take on that. And I want to say, Barbara, God bless you. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Um, it was just an incredible experience. It was lovely talking to you. I, I just felt like, you know, you're, I've known you all my life, and you're, you're incredible with your gifts. And you, I don't know, you've just done so much, and you do so much. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> but thank you so much for being here with us today. Oh, thank you so much, David. You're such a sweet soul. And, and, uh, your your wife is is a very sweet woman, very very lovely woman. Oh, thank you. Barbara. You're very lovely. Thank you. Both of you. Uh, God bless both of you. It was a joy to do it. I had a I had a blast. Had a blast. So keep so in touch, okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. We will. All right. Thank okay. You. See ya. Take good care. Bye. Thank okay, you. Have bye a bye. wonderful night. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Remember, everyone, you can get a hold of her at uh, psychicbarbaramackey.com on your website, on her website, and um, you can find out what her updates are. Thank you, everyone, for being here with us tonight on Beyond the Gate. David, do you have any any last words? Yes, I've gone through a transition period. You know, before I retired, it's like I'm working two jobs, and now I'm trying to transition into retirement, and I have a lot on my plate right now but I'm handling it well it's good so that's why a couple of shows I didn't I didn't schedule in June and perhaps a couple I won't in the first part of July just until I get my feedback on the ground my bearings and maybe the list my wife gave me who knows but later on in July I'm going to start having some more shows again so the next two weeks I don't believe I have anything scheduled but thereafter I will have more shows, more interesting guests, and even repeat guests. So stay in touch with us. Thank you. God bless you. And thank you for listening to Beyond the Gate Radio. Good night, everybody. And don't forget the archive shows are available.